You are listening to the Not Your Average Autism Mom podcast, the number one podcast for moms just like you raising an autistic child. How are moms like us who didn't plan for this unique parenting journey embracing life just as it is right now instead of staying stuck in wishing and hoping and dreaming it was different? That is the question. And if you haven't taken our free course yet, Unburdened, Finding Balance, Living Alongside Autism, make sure you click the link in the show notes. It's www.notyouraverageautismmom.com forward slash free course and get registered. My name is Shannon Urquiola and I have been traveling this journey for over two decades. I have been where you are. And in this free course, I teach you things that I learned along the way that changed my life. And I live this autism parenting journey day in and day out, just like you. All right, stay with me and let's get on to this week's episode. Episode 117, Let's Dump the Mom Guilt. Well, hey there, my friends. How are you today? I hope that you are enjoying your holidays and getting ready to take on the new year. I honestly, I can't believe that it's going to be 2023. Anyone else feeling that with me? Yeah, I know I can't be the only one. You know, we keep a calendar on our refrigerator because that's just what we have to do around here. So Jordan knows what's going on in advance. Um, And so last night I was actually sitting at the counter and I had our 2023 calendar out and I was doing some stuff on it. And I started thinking that I can't believe that Jordan is going to be 27 in 2023. And so he came out and, um, and I was hugging him last night when he was getting ready to go to bed. And I said, Jordan Lane, how in the heck are you going to be 27 in 2023? I was like, there's no way that you're going to be 27 and your sister is going to be 25 because I think that I was just 27. And let me tell you, I was really feeling it in that moment. And for those of you that know him, you'll get this because he's not a conversational talker, but he has this little laugh that he does. And in that moment, when he did that, my heart was full. As many times along this journey that I've doubted myself, in that moment, I reminded myself that I have done a damn good job. So, um, all right, enough of my mushy mom moment. So as always, I am super glad that you decided to join me today. And I decided on today's topic because I have spent the past two weeks over the holiday planning our 2023 training and coaching calendar for our Not Your Average Autism Moms. And we're going to be focusing in 2023 around finding more acceptance and peace in our parenting. And part of that process is giving ourselves grace and forgiveness in moments when we need to learn. So one of our moms had an experience with her family over the holiday that made her lose her cool. And when she shared her story in the community, the thing that stood out to me was that after it was over and she had said all the things and she'd had all the tears and she was reflecting, she decided that she was going to do some work on learning what she could have done differently 
in that moment. And I realized that she was learning from all that I've been teaching. And more than that, she was applying the strategies that I teach to make her life better. So maybe it's that inner critic in your head telling you that you weren't made to do this autism parenting thing, that it's too hard and you don't have enough patience to withstand it. And you're just ready to throw in the towel. Yeah, that might have been my inner critic for a lot of years. Yet, despite hearing it, I got up every single day and I asked for a do-over. And I'm sure you are like me and likely have had those thoughts. And yet, here you are today doing it all over again. Maybe over the holiday break, screen time limits have gone out the window. Or you've been through way too many fast food drive throughs Or maybe you're continuously doubting if you're doing things right. Or maybe you think that decisions you're making are going to have long-term negative consequences for your child. The wrong therapy or therapist. The wrong school. Or maybe you find yourself what we call shooting yourself to death. You should be doing this or you shouldn't be allowing him or her to do that. We've all done it. The truth is there are so many reasons that we feel mom guilt. Sometimes it might be coming from your own personal insecurities. Or maybe it's from your family members, or it might be that you acted out in anger and lost your cool. And before you knew it, you were yelling, which isn't typical for you. Have you been there? I know I can't be the only one. And I assure you, there have been times along this journey that I have been there and I beat myself up for days or weeks afterwards, right? So real quick, while I'm talking about it, we get emails from our moms all the time. And last week we got an email from one of our moms that I want to share part of with you because it totally relates to this topic. So she wrote, I totally screwed up as a mom this morning and now I'm wallowing in guilt. The added stress of having my kids home from school, including my daughter from college, the holidays, not to mention the sickness that we've had go through our home over the last month, has me a bit crazy. And I don't honestly think I realized how much it was affecting me until this morning when I totally flipped my lid. Now, to my credit, my son did break the rules. And on top of that, he lied about it, which is a big deal in our home. But looking back, I feel like I had a major meltdown of my own. And that isn't how I want to show up as his mom, let alone be the example I want to be. My question is, how do I regress and make up for my behavior and let them know that that type of behavior really isn't okay? And I'm really sorry. So can you just feel her regret in that email? I can feel how disappointed she is in herself for a moment that she can't take back. And I can so relate, and I'm sure that you can too, because if you have a kid over four years old, especially on the spectrum, you have likely been in a similar situation. Jordan is 26, and occasionally I still have moments where I lose my cool. And yes, it still feels terrible every time. 
but we aren't perfect. We are human. And let me tell you, there is no such thing as a perfect parent. If we were perfect parents, we would never get the opportunity to model what forgiveness is. Think about it. Our kids learn from watching us. When we can apologize for our behavior and ask for forgiveness, they learn that everyone makes mistakes. Yep, even their mom. So the question is, what do you do once your meltdown is over? Do you take them to the water park? Do you buy them a new toy or allow them to do something that they don't normally get to do? Or do you take them for ice cream? No, no, and no. All that does is push the incident under the rug. And that isn't helpful for you or for them. The first thing you have to do is forgive yourself and accept that, look, this parenting journey we're on, it's hard sometimes. And sometimes in difficult moments, regulating your own emotions seems impossible. That's normal. Give yourself grace and realize that you are human and being a perfect parent is a facade and it is not real. The next thing you want to do is apologize to your child or children or family or whoever it was that was lucky enough to be part of your epic meltdown. Be honest. Explain what happened. It's important that we apologize so that our kids know that the way we acted or reacted wasn't just wasn't appropriate. And while you can reiterate that them breaking the rules or lying was not okay and deserves attention, the way you reacted wasn't okay. Don't dive back into what they did wrong that sent you into the frenzy. This isn't about what they did. It's about apologizing for your actions. When you apologize, you're modeling responsibility, accountability, and forgiveness. And we want our kids to learn that skill. I want you to resist the temptation to make excuses or blame their actions for your behavior. It is human to make mistakes. And apologizing and asking forgiveness when that happens is just the normal progression. I also don't recommend that you apologize as a way of justifying your actions, right? I had such a hard day. Nothing went right. I didn't sleep good last night. I was just at the end of my rope and I got frustrated and yelled. I know I shouldn't yell, but you know how I feel about lying and you know that you shouldn't have done, you know, whatever the thing is. So don't justify your actions in the apology. Don't do that. The other thing is our children have very short-term memories, unlike us. If you find yourself reveling in guilt and feeling like the worst parent ever, remind yourself that your child has already moved on and forgotten what happened, and you have to do that too. Our kids live in the moment, and for you to be present with them in the moment, you have to move on, forgive yourself, and let it go. What about this? Do you ever feel guilty because you just want time away from your kids? You deserve time to yourself, to be you, and to just not be mom for a little while. Sometimes. <laughs> That's okay. So stop doing that. It can be so easy to lose yourself 
along this journey while you're caring for your child. And trust me when I tell you, taking time for yourself is critically important because caregiver burnout is a real thing. I promise you'll thank me a few years down the road as you continue to travel this path. Taking time to recharge is a must. You have to fill your cup or you won't be able to meet the needs of anyone in your family. So many moms I've worked with struggle because they feel guilty about working outside of the home, even though they love their work. Being a mom, running a household, juggling all the appointments and therapies, keeping food in the refrigerator and on the dinner table, all while working, can be overwhelming. You have to find balance. And that, mama, takes work on your part. And then in that moment, as you're, you know, scrolling through social media, you see that one of your friends made a post about being a stay-at-home mom. And while intellectually, you know that isn't what you truly want or what is best for your family, all of a sudden you begin to have thoughts about not being connected enough to your child or not being there enough because you love your job and enjoy working. And other moms must just be better than you. And then you feel sad. And maybe you even feel like her post was now aimed at you because she doesn't agree with the way you parent anyways. It's in moments like these that you are doing a good job and that you have to tell yourself you're doing a good job and that you are the perfect mother for your children. Because that is the truth. And what is also true along this journey is that sometimes it's the best you can do with what you know right now. You know, you don't become frazzled overnight. It's usually an accumulation of things. So it's not very likely that it's going to go away immediately either. But there are some things that you can do. Figure out what things create stress for you. And on the flip side to that, what is it that you need? I'm pretty sure that most of us don't share our lives with mind readers, right? So don't assume that your needs are obvious to those people around you. You and you alone have to figure out what it is that you need. And then you have to ask for help. Sit down and make a list of everyone you have in your support network and reach out. One of the most common problems when it comes to mom guilt is not being able to communicate or share how you're feeling with others. That is why you will always hear me say, please don't try to travel this autism parenting journey without support. It is not sustainable. That's the reason I created Not Your Average Autism Mom community, so that we always have support at our fingertips. When you become a Not Your Average Autism Mom, you are never alone. When you can share your fears and self-doubt with other moms, you will often find that not only are you not alone, but like-minded women traveling the same path can help each other let go of unrealistic comparisons that fuel our mom guilt. The next thing that you have to do is lessen your expectations of yourself. Make sure your expectations are 
reasonable and attainable and you allow space for downtime. If you find yourself scrolling through Instagram or Pinterest, constantly being reminded of how not creative or not crafty you are, stop doing that. Or maybe you follow, you know, Susie Homemaker Moms, whose lives come straight out of the Hallmark Parenting book. Remember, our parenting journey is different. We create our own rules and routines. And they might not always look picture perfect. That's okay. When you are comparing how you feel with how others portray themselves externally on social media, it isn't realistic. Remember, social media accounts are rarely a realistic look into any family. Unfollow any accounts that leave you feeling inadequate or less than. I want you to use social media for inspiration and connection, not for comparison, which just leads to you feeling like a failure or less than. And here I go again, because you know, I talk about it all the time. Practice gratitude. I always tell our moms to just take a minute every day. Just write down three reasons that you were an awesome mom today. When you practice gratitude regularly, your mindset will begin to shift and you will begin to appreciate the small things that would otherwise go unnoticed. If you find yourself thinking that every other mother does it better than you do, you probably will start to avoid get-togethers or outings because you're worried about the judgment of others. Isolating yourself, your child, your children is never helpful. You have to notice your negative thinking and self-doubt and remind yourself that it's just your thoughts. Thoughts are not facts. If you realize that there are certain triggers that cause you to fall into a, you know, a state of self-doubt, like certain social media pages you follow or, you know, going to the playground makes you feel uncomfortable around other moms and their quote typical children. Stop going unfollow those people or pages or go somewhere different. For some of you, your mom guilt may come from past trauma, or maybe you are focused on doing it better than your parent or parents did. If that is you, I want to encourage you to journal. Give yourself a chance to see your thinking on paper. Once you can identify your triggers, it allows you to move past them and create your own truth as your children's mom. You know, motherhood comes with a long list of responsibilities. And add in autism, the weight of those can be daunting sometimes. On days when you're feeling especially stressed out or in need of a break, allow yourself to slow down and engage in something you love doing. Lay in the hammock, read a book, take a bath, call your best friend. Lastly, I want you to evaluate your inner trusted circle and ensure that you are listening to valued sources of information along our parenting journey. If your know-it-all mother-in-law has advice 
on everything or your sister-in-law who doesn't believe that your child has autism anyways continues to tell you that you're doing it all wrong or how she would do it differently, maybe they aren't the best place for you to share what's really going on. When you narrow your circle of people that you share your real life with, you reduce unsolicited advice. That's why our Not Your Average Autism Moms benefit so much from our community because there is a level of understanding and trust that they can't find anywhere else. And we're that safe place to share all things without judgment or shame. We drop the shame shawls because while each of our journeys are different, they're similar in so many ways. Another one of our moms, Sarah, posted a video on Christmas Day and it made my heart so happy. She told us that she said no to things this year that she would have never said no to in the past. She said that she experienced her boys being not so grateful for gifts they received when they said that clothes aren't fun, which made me laugh, honestly, because can you imagine being four and getting a new new pair of pants and a new shirt when you're just hoping for a spinning light up toy? So should we expect any different? But she looked so beautiful in the video with her boys crawling all over her. And then she said, you know, we made it to one of two places we wanted to go and that's okay. And she ended the video telling us that she felt great and that it had truly been a great Christmas day. Watching that video made me so proud because she's the perfect example of what it means to be not your average autism mom. We are willing to let go of traditions and what is considered typical in the world. We do things differently and we don't make it mean anything bad about our child or children or our parenting. We make up our own rules and we do what others don't understand. We let go of the guilt and we continue to learn along the way. Also, before I close, I want you to also think about things that you do or say sometimes because so much of our mom guilt comes from other moms. Don't be the mom that pushes your opinions or values or beliefs as the right way. And instead, why don't we encourage each other to march to the beat of our own mom drum, even when it's different than each other, and just trust that Each one of us knows what is best for our children. And hey, even if you question it, just tell yourself that you're figuring it out and you're willing to learn from trial and error along the way. What I don't want you to do is one day look at your child and realize how amazing they are and that your guilt didn't contribute one bit to that amazing child you raised. But instead... It just held you back from being able to enjoy this journey. All right, my friends, I hope this episode has been helpful. And if you've been ruminating over anything that has you feeling that mom guilt, I want to encourage you to let it go. Give yourself grace that you too, mama, are learning along this journey. And it's bumpy and it's messy sometimes along the way. And every day is a new adventure. And listen, if you find yourself wanting more support or a place to join other amazing women who are on this journey, 
I invite you to check out our private Not Your Average Autism Mom Sisterhood community. You can get all the details at notyouraverageautismmom.com. And also, if you're benefiting from our podcast and you come back every week and you know, you're enjoying it, you're learning from it, please take a minute to rate and review our podcast on iTunes or your podcast app. Remember, when you give us a review, you're paying it forward to help another mom who is also traveling this journey. Because our reviews is how our podcast reaches more families on this autism parenting journey we are all on. Until next week, I want you to know how much we appreciate you and your support. And I want to wish you and your family a very safe and happy new year with many blessings to come in 2023. And above all, I want you to remember, you, mama, are doing amazing at this mom thing. Hey, so if you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, I want to ask you to take a minute and write a review. That's how we reach more moms just like us. And that is how you can pay it forward to help another mom who might be struggling right now. I also want to invite you to check out our Not Your Average Autism Mom membership. That's where we dive deeper into all the topics we discuss on the podcast and where you can get individual help and learn coaching tools that will make your life better every day. When you become Not Your Average Autism Mom, you take on an identity with an incredible community of women across the globe, all raising autistic children who all show up to show the world they are not your average autism mom. It's my favorite place to be. So head on over to the website, www.notyouraverageautismmom.com to find out all the details. And listen, if we're not open for new members right now, make sure you join the wait list. So you're the first to know when we open. We hope you do. We would love to work with you inside.